0: Day 76 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 6 to 20. While I was at the window of my house looking through the curtain, I saw some young, naive men. And one in particular who lacked common sense he was crossing the street near the house of an immoral woman strolling down the path by her house it was at twilight in the evening as deep darkness fell the woman approached him seductively dressed and sly of heart she was the brash rebellious type never content to stay at home she is often in the streets and markets soliciting at every corner She threw her arms around him and kissed him, and with a brazen look she said, ''I've just made my peace offerings and fulfilled my vows. You're the one I was looking for. I came out to find you and here you are. My bed is spread with beautiful blankets, with coloured sheets of Egyptian linen. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes and cinnamon. Come, let's drink our fill of love until morning. Let's enjoy each other's caresses, For my husband is not home. He's away on a long trip. He has taken a wallet full of money with him and won't return until later this month. So she seduced him with her pretty speech and enticed him with her flattery. He followed her at once, like an ox going to the slaughter. He was taken like a stag caught in a trap, awaiting the arrow that would pierce its heart. He was like a bird flying into a snare, little knowing it would cost him his life. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 20. At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census and because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He travelled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born, And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. When the angels have returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. Numbers chapter 5 verse 11 to chapter 6 verse 27. And the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Suppose a man's wife goes astray and she is unfaithful to her husband and has sex with another man, but neither her husband nor anyone else knows about it. She has defiled herself, even though there was no witnesses and she was not caught in the act. If her husband becomes jealous and is suspicious of his wife and needs to know whether or not she has defiled herself, the husband must bring his wife to the priest. He must also bring an offering of two quarts of barley flour to be presented on her behalf. Do not mix it with olive oil or frankincense, for it is a jealousy offering, an offering to prove whether or not she is guilty. The priest will then present her to stand trial before the Lord. He must take some holy water in a clay jar and pour it into dust he has taken from the tabernacle floor. When the priest has presented the woman before the Lord, he must unbind her hair and place in her hands the offering um, of proof, the jealousy offering to determine whether her husband's suspicions are justified. The priest will stand before her holding the jar of bitter water that brings a curse to those who are guilty. The priest will then put the woman under oath and say to her, If no other man has had sex with you, and you have not gone astray and defiled yourself while under your husband's authority, you may be immune from the effects of this bitter water that brings on the curse. But if you have gone astray by becoming unfaithful to your husband, and have defiled yourself by having sex with another man... At this point, the priest must put the woman under oath by saying, May the people know that the Lord's curse is upon you when he makes you infertile, causing your womb to shrivel and your abdomen to swell. Now may this water that brings the curse enter your body and cause your abdomen to swell and your womb to shrivel. And the woman will be required to say, Yes, let it be so. And the priest will write these curses on a piece of leather and wash them, into the bitter water, wash them off into the bitter water. He will make the woman drink the bitter water that brings on the curse. When the water enters her body, it will cause bitter suffering if she is guilty. The priest will take the jealousy offering from the woman's hand, lift it up before the Lord and carry it to the altar. He will take a handful of the flour as a token portion and burn it on the altar, and he will require the woman to drink the water. If she has defiled herself by being unfaithful to her husband, the water that brings on the curse will cause bitter suffering. Her abdomen will swell and her womb will shrink and her name will become a curse among her people. But if she has not defiled herself and is pure, then she will be unharmed and she will still be able to have children. This is the ritual law for dealing with suspicion. If a woman goes astray and defiles herself while under her husband's authority, Or if a man becomes jealous and is suspicious that his wife has been unfaithful, the husband must present his wife before the Lord, and the priest will imply this entire ritual law to her. And the husband will be innocent of any guilt in this matter, but his wife will be held accountable for her sin. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. If any of the people, either men or women, take a special vow of a Nazarite, setting themselves apart to the Lord in a special way. They must give up wine and other alcoholic drinks. They must not use vinegar made from wine or from other alcoholic drinks. They must not drink fresh grape juice and they must not eat grapes or raisins. As long as they are bound by their Nazarite vow, they are not allowed to eat or drink anything that comes from a grapevine, not even the grape seeds or skins. They must never cut the hair throughout the time of their vow, for they are holy and set apart to the Lord. Until the time their vow has been fulfilled, they must let their hair grow long, and they must not go near a dead body during the entire period of their vow to the Lord, even if the dead person is their own father, mother, brother or sister. They must not defile themselves, for the hair on their head is a symbol of their separation to God. This requirement applies as long as they are set apart to the Lord. If someone falls dead beside them, the hair they have dedicated will will be defiled. They will wait for seven days and then shave their heads. Then they will be cleansed from their defilement. On the eighth day, they must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priests at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priests will offer one of the birds as a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. In this way, he will purify them from the guilt they incurred through the contact with the dead body. Then they must reaffirm their commitment and let their hair begin to grow again. The days of their vow that were completed before their defilement no longer count. They must rededicate themselves to the Lord, as a Nazarite, for the full term of their vow, and each must bring one year each must bring a one year old male lamb for a guilt offering. This is the ritual law for the Nazarites. At at the conclusion of their time of separation, the Nazarites, as Nazarites, they must each go to the entrance of the tabernacle and offer their sacrifices to the Lord. A one-year-old male lamb without defect for a burnt offering, a one-year-old female lamb without defect for a sin offering, and a ram without defect for a peace offering. A basket of bread made without yeast, cakes of choice flour mixed with olive oil and wafers spread with olive oil along with their prescribed grain offerings and liquid offerings. The priest will present these offerings before the Lord. First the sin offering and the burnt offering, then the ram for a peace offering, along with the basket of bread made without yeast. The priest must also present the prescribed grain offering and the liquid offering to the Lord. Then the Nazarites will shave their heads at the entrance of the tabernacle They will take the hair that had been dedicated and place it on the fire beneath the peace offering sacrifice. After the Nazarite's head has been shaved, the priest will take for each of them the boiled shoulder of the ram and he will take from the basket a cake and a wafer made without yeast. He will put them all into the Nazarite's hands. Then the priest will lift them up as a special offering before the Lord. These are holy portions for the priest's along with the breads, breasts of the special offering, and the thigh of the sacred offering that are lifted up before the Lord. After this ceremony the Nazarites may again drink wine. This is the ritual law of the Nazarites, who vow to bring these offerings to the Lord. They may also bring additional offerings if they can afford it, and they must be careful to do whatever they vowed they set themselves apart, whatever they vowed when they set themselves apart as Nazarites. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favour and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel, in my name, I myself will bless them.